Hi guys, welcome to Belief Alchemy with Megan O'Neill. Every week I'll be sitting down to interview visionary women who will teach us how to have a more magical mindset and to create greater possibility in our lives and in our business. Hello, hello, and welcome to Belief Alchemy with me, Megan O'Neill. So I thought that I would do something different today, and I'm probably going to be doing this uh, a bit more now, and that is I'm going to intersperse just some some mindset talk and some mindset teaching and sharing with you because I know that a lot of my entrepreneurial clients, a lot of my entrepreneurial friends are dealing with some of the same mindset blocks that I'm dealing with and that I'm working with my clients with. And I wanted to be as helpful as possible because we are now starting to get out of COVID. And I think we're going to have like a really fantastic economy coming up. So I'm quite excited and I feel quite positive. I just got my kids vaccinated on Friday. So life is looking up. But today I wanted to jump into a subject that I love to speak about. And that is the relationship between a spouse and the entrepreneurial spouse who has a relationship often with a nine to five spouse. And the reason why that is close to my heart is because that's what I have in my own life. I have been married to my husband for 20 years in September, no, December will be 20 years. Oh my gosh, Kevin, don't get mad. I just made a mistake, but I've been married for almost 20 years and I have been with him for probably like 24 or 25 years. I don't know. Time goes by fast. And Kevin has always been a great, great support system for me. I mean, back before I had this online world and I had discovered my entrepreneurial folks in Ottawa, Kevin was like my lone person because I worked one-on-one with my clients and I never had anybody else to talk to. So he's been fantastic and has been so encouraging. And I just, you know, I feel really, really blessed to have him. But we also have had, you know, our ups and downs. We're not some sort of perfect couple or whatever, but we've definitely had ups and downs in our relationship. And I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot along the way. I think I've learned a lot of tools and I've learned a lot of mindset um, mindset techniques for us to be able to move along and do better and get better. But I also, when I first arrived in Ottawa, which I think is almost 10 years ago, I worked for a big chunk of that until I started working specifically just with, with entrepreneurial women, worked with couples and couples who were working on their relationship. And I mostly worked with heterosexual couples and, you know, some gay couples, but mostly heterosexual couples. And I, I really did learn a lot. I learned a lot not only in 20 years, but really working on a daily basis with couples. So I have been speaking a lot about how to get support from your spouse to help when you're building your business. Because this is a topic I keep hearing about again and again, where a lot of women will come to me and talk to me about how their husband is just not supportive at all. And maybe they are jumping from their uh, full-time job into a full-time, you know, uh, no longer a side hustle, but a full-time job. Or they are ready to seriously scale their business. And they need to be in top form and they need to have their spouse supporting them. And they just don't feel like they're getting it. So I'm having a lot of conversations around that. I've always had a lot of conversations around that. And I thought that I would just share some, some of the knowledge that I have to try and help you if you recognize what I'm talking about. Now, I just want to say that it, it, I don't 
when I'm talking about spouses in this particular episode, I find that I find that my clients tell me who are hetero that it is their husband that they're struggling with. I don't find honestly that as many gay couples struggle in the same way as hetero. Now, I don't know why that is. I I I, I don't know why that is. Mostly because maybe it's because I work with uh, gay women. And I don't know if it has to do with being a woman, I'm not sure. But what I can say is that I find a lot of women are talking to me about their husbands and how their husbands are uh, not supporting them. And a lot of it has to do with money. And boy, do I know all about this. I know all about it. I have spent a lot of time on money mindset, really working on my own money mindset, let alone with my couples. Um, and my clients. I started out by really digging down and understanding my own history and my own blocks, and I've spent a lot of time on money mindset. So this is what I want to talk to you about today. Essentially, what I want to talk to you about is um, you're starting to help your spouse, and I'm going to say husband in this case, to to change his money mindset or begin to shift his money mindset because that's what my work is all about my my work is all about helping my clients to shift stubborn beliefs that keep them stuck and like everybody in the world we all have money mindset blocks there's no I can't I, there's very very few people in the world who don't have some form of money mindset blocks and we had an interesting situation this weekend, my husband and I. I'm going to try and make this story really short. But uh, as I said, Kevin has been super supportive and has really not been, um, has been super supportive in terms of me also investing in my business. But what came up this weekend was we have uh, a small house. We bought a small house in Ottawa. And one of the casualties of having a small house is that especially during the COVID era is everybody is quite close and it has become a real problem as my kids have grown older so one of the solutions we came up with was moving based on his request my my team downstairs to the basement and creating a new room it's all finished downstairs and like honestly he's really smelly and he's I'm sick of the gaming and it's just so inconvenient and I want his room okay I'm not going to wait till my kids have left the nest and want the room. So my husband said, that's great. We'll put them down to the basement. And this was like, I think we started talking about it at the beginning of the COVID, but we needed to put in a new window because it's not safe. So it's not so simple just putting in a new window, especially if you have to make it bigger based on the requirements. So anyway, Kevin says, oh, I can do that. That's not hard. And it just so happens that our next door neighbor, Brandon, is a window person. I mean, of the, it looks like the planets would align for this, but they're not. And just to try and make this short and sweet, it's way more complicated than Mr. Handy Kevin can handle. It's going to take a whole heck of a lot than just putting in a window with Brandon. It's turned into a big deal. And so what I know from having been married to my husband for many years is that it's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of physical and mental energy. And it's, it's just really going to be a slow process. And I just don't want that to happen. So what I did is I sat down with him this weekend and we had what I call a money mindset chat. And I'm going to walk you through this so that you can do the same thing. So the first thing that I did was I was very thoughtful before I even walked into the living room to talk to him. And I essentially, I planned out what I was going to say. 
And I want to tell you that if you go and talk about money mindset, you have to be very mindful that you can trigger people very easily. This is a subject that is very sensitive for many people. People, their money beliefs are very deeply embedded because we learn them in childhood and we learn them from our family of origin, AKA our parents, and we often adapt them and they become a part of our identity. So this is where you have to do a lot of, um, you have to do some prep and you have to be thoughtful as you walk in the room. And what I do and what I recommend that my clients do is you make a plan for what you're going to talk about. Now, in this case, I wanted to help Kevin to see that his money mindset blocks were getting in the way of getting the window done. And also, more importantly, I could see how overwhelmed, because every time I brought up the window, he you could just see him starting to sweat and get stressed out, to start to have him realize how that this money mindset block was affecting him. His, him emotionally, him physically, him mentally. It was really become a project. Now, he grew up with a father who did everything. I mean, everything. He renovated his house. He did his own bloody roof. Honestly, he did his own bloody roof. And the reason why is because my, my gorgeous father-in-law, the nicest man in the world, is an immigrant. He came over like from war-torn Europe, lost everything. And, you know, if, if anyone knows a lot of immigrants, they do a lot. They think we're spoiled Canadians and they do a lot of things themselves. And especially if they're pretty handy like he is. He's super handy. So is my husband. My husband is a tradesman by uh, profession. And he's like, well, I can figure this out. Well, of course he can figure it out. He's a smart guy. He can figure this out. But what we ended up talking about and I was very, very thoughtful before I went in there, understanding what his history is. So I want you to think about your husband's history before you go in and understand that the history is the most important thing. It gives you a clue into what their beliefs are going to be. And then I started to ask him questions. And this is the most important thing. First of all, I asked permission for us to talk about it. And this is an old kind of therapist thing. You need to ask permission to dive into people's beliefs. This is like a belief therapy one-on-one. -on -one. You don't just dive in and start talking to people about the beliefs. You ask permission if, to ask them if it would be okay to talk about it. And then I asked him questions about how he thought that this particular project was affecting him. And I think this is the most important part of my work when I'm working with people on their beliefs, is asking them how their beliefs are affecting their reality. How is it manifesting in their life? You know, is it costing them time? Is it costing them emotion? Is it essentially, you know, costing them physical uh, stress? Because, you know, you can get really tired from doing this kind of work. And as we started to go through what his beliefs were, and I'll just give you a clue into his beliefs, he has a huge belief from his father that if I can do it myself, I'm not going to pay anyone. Like, I can do it myself. I'm not going to pay anyone. But the problem with that is, is that often for people who are really, really busy and we're in a really busy period of our life, they don't have a lot of extra time. He's not retired. He really isn't, doesn't have a lot of mental energy. He has a lot of, ex, you know, exterior stuff that he does as well as his nine to five job. And he's got a lot going on. We got two teens and he doesn't really have a lot of time. He doesn't really have a lot of time to himself. And frankly, you have to do this window during the summer. So he's going to eat up a big chunk of his weekends doing this stupid window. So 
what I did is I asked him to start to think about what if he didn't have it? What if he had a million dollars and he just could do it? What if we had gazillions of dollars? And he started to imagine what it would be like. And I think the most important thing that we walked away with from our conversation is that he is still stuck in a lot of his money blocks. And I quoted Rachel Rogers and said, you have a broke ass mindset in this area. And he laughed and he said, yeah. And he could kind of see how he was getting in his own way. And he started to gave, what I did is I talked to him and then I walked away and I gave him an opportunity to start to think about what we had talked about. Gave him his space and he digested it the way he digested it because everybody has their own way of operating emotionally. And then I said to him, you know, maybe you could start to entertain that there's other ways of doing things. And what ended up happening was, is that as soon as you sort of presented an alternative to what he thought he had to do, he started the neural pathways started to operate differently. And he started to come up with new ideas of how to make this happen without him necessarily doing it, or at least making it a lot easier and less time consuming. And we kind of took the money off the table like gave ourselves permission to not have to pay for everything ourselves and do everything, just to be able to pay people to do it. So I thought that I would tell this story and I hope it hasn't been too long, but I thought that I would tell this story because I know that when your spouse has money blocks and every spouse does, that that can really get in the way of you growing your business because maybe you feel guilty about spending money that doesn't go toward the family. That's the number one thing I hear. I have to pay for my kids lessons and that's for our vacation. I've got a lot of solutions to that. Um, And I actually just created and launched a course that deals with that. But I just want to talk to you about looking at your mindset, your own money mindset. And one thing I just want to say is that part of the reason why Kevin had always felt like he had to do everything himself was because there's a part of me that was agreeing with him and letting, letting it happen. And I was supporting his outdated beliefs and kind of like, ah, yeah, sure. And just feeding into his belief that we couldn't afford it. And once I started to shift that myself and I started to entertain a different way and work on my own money beliefs, that that opened me up to having different conversations with him. So number one, if you're feeling like your spouse is struggling with their money mindset blocks, the best thing you can do, bar anything, is to work on your own money beliefs yourself. It's the most important thing that you'll do for your business, I guarantee it. Because part of the reason why I say, for example, people are like, oh, I can't you know, invest in a business coach, or I can't take that program, or I can't do mindset work, is because that money, um, that money can't go toward me. It has to go toward the family. And, or I can't go to the next level. I can't take that chance because I might put my family at risk. That was a big one for me. And, and so I want you to understand that a lot of the times your, your, your spouse is just feeding off your beliefs and your blocks. And when you are solid and not really conscious yourself, then that often gives your spouse permission to kind of go along with the ride. Like, oh, she's afraid. Why wouldn't I be afraid? So I thought that I would just tell you this story and give you a little bit of a guidance on how to have those conversations. First, I always have a somewhat of a plan on what I want to talk to, what I want to talk about. 
what is the main thing that I want to uh, have my, my husband take away? So I go in with a bit of a plan before I go in. Second of all, I don't try and control what comes out of the conversation, meaning that I don't go, don't you think this? And my dad would call it leading the witness. This is such an important thing for communication. Don't lead the witness. Don't talk for him. Let him express himself. Don't rush him. And third, okay, third, you need to always ask questions. What do you believe about this? What will happen if this goes on? What do you think that um, prompts you to, to take that action or to feel that way and get them to start exploring it? And understand that this just is the beginning. It's the beginning of trying to bring your husband into consciousness, as I call it, trying to make him more self-aware and just starting to think differently. So that is the beginning. This is one of my first talks that I have done solo without having a guest, but I hope that it helps. I will tell you that I just finished and I'm, I've done a very, very, very soft launch of this um, build your, your babe's belief in your business. And the reason why I started that is because so many women were telling me particularly that their husbands were resistant to them growing their business or jumping from their full time to their side from their side hustle to go full time and leaving their nine to five job and just basically not supporting them in their the growth of their business, not believing they could do it. So I thought that I would come up with a little mini course to help women to guide their husbands mostly. And um, not that men couldn't use it, but mostly women I, I work with and talk to. If you're interested, I will have a link to that. If you wanna dive in yourself on maybe where you think you're getting stuck, you know where to find me, meganoneal.ca. But I just wanna encourage you, as I said, to be thoughtful about your own stuff first. As I've said to my clients over the years, you can only clean your side of the street, you cannot clean your spouses. So I leave you with that today. I hope that this was an enjoyable podcast. Send me any ideas or any mindset struggles that you're having and I will talk about it. I love, I'm a Gemini, I love to talk. Okay guys, take care, bye. I hope you enjoyed our guest today as much as I did. If you are interested in connecting on social media, then I am on Facebook and LinkedIn, Megan O'Neill Core Beliefs. Or if you are thinking this is the time for you to empower your mindset and expand your life and business, you can find me at meganoneill.ca.